Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Jeez Dan. What are you, some kind of freak? RadioWhat.com What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time. DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote, and maybe you can have me at your next event you know i like to party with the people the people need you be entertained are you not entertained let me entertain you make your next thing a big one man i'm doing a lot of weddings oh my goodness so many weddings are popping up people are getting married around here this is great i'm so excited about that and there's oh there's a couple of corporate events coming up uh christmas time and uh just the season tis the season to get your company parties together very stoked about that speaking of entertainment today on the program i have echo seven well quite a few members of echo seven you remember them you remember them my loyal listener i got alone mccall i got uh justin laris and marcus leblanc coming up on the program of echo seven yes those are the rockers out of new brunswick canada oh canada like I know the uh, the national anthem, I need to learn something. Okay, I need to sing the national anthem of Canada, even though I, I live in the United States. It doesn't make me a traitor. It makes me a person that loves the world. Yes, and music brings the world together. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. And uh, you got to get to hear what's going on with Echo Seven in the next few minutes. This week's shows, I have uh, two public shows. Uh, coming up, I'm on Friday night. I'm at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. My usual Friday night gig, uh, the video dance party karaoke jam. They got a full bar. The kitchen's open. Uh, they got new menu items. They got a brand new, um, brand new management. The guy that, uh, the people that own the Italian restaurant in Conway, Arkansas, up on 65, uh, across from the movie theater. Uh, Man, I wish I could remember what the name of the Italian restaurant is. Well, anyway, they bought the Rab, and they're changing up the menu, making all kinds of new uh, tasty treats. They sent me home with some pulled pork last week. Still making my wild water thinking about it. But, uh, yeah, there's some good good food at the Rab. And uh, uh, what is it? The more you eat, the more you can drink. Hey, it's not me. It's science. Sounds right, doesn't it? Oh, well, (laughs) drink responsibly. And there's also a pool tournament. There's uh, 10 diamond-styled pool tables there at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. they got a pool tournament on Friday nights. So if you want to try your hand at playing pool, I encourage you to do so at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Now, I did have a wedding uh, planned for Saturday, but the groom called me uh, yes uh, Monday. He called me Monday, and he said, hey, i got to postpone uh, is that okay? And I said, yeah, I guess, but I don't have anything to do right now on Saturday. And that's very unusual. <laughs> I got a Saturday night off, but that's okay. Cause I am working on Sunday. I'm doing the, uh, Conway pride, uh, Conway pride parade. I, I don't think I'm doing the parade. I'm not going to be DJing through the parade, but I, they have the, um, the pavilion at Laurel park in Conway, Arkansas. I'll be set up under the pavilion uh, with the karaoke stuff, but there's going to be 30 
performers i think they're drag queens i haven't got it all nailed down yet but they've been sending me their song selections all week long so uh, uh it could be could be should be kind of interesting uh, I, i've done uh, some shows down in miami the florida keys and even at the uh, uh disco discovery in little rock arkansas where they've had drag shows but there's uh scheduled to be 30 count them 30 drag queens in, in laurel park on sunday afternoon i think it starts at noon and it goes till about five in the p.m so be there and if they uh if they run out of uh singers i'll have the karaoke set up so if anybody wants to sing hey i'm game let's go let's have some fun uh that's the uh the conway pride in uh on on uh on sunday at laurel park in conway arkansas be there <laughs> All right, that's enough intro. Let's get into it with Echo 7. I got Alon, Alon McCall, uh, Justin Laracy, and Marcus LeBlanc on the Skype. So, uh, Echo 7. So, Skyping Echo 7 now. McCall, my man in New Brunswick, I'm guessing, of Echo 7, the backbeat, the legend. Uh, it's so good to have you on my screen, man. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Man, last time we talked, it was a uh, it was a free-for-all because we had so many people on the call, and it was kind of tough to, to – uh, usually these things are much better one-on-one, just like we're doing right now. But, you know, it was nice to have the whole band, uh, Echo 7, on there. But, uh, you know, it's good. We're going one-on-one. Uh, the man with the backbeat. And I know that your songs are so uh, – man, they're drum, drum and bass-driven. You know, but then you got that that hard rock and guitar. I can't discount all four of the pieces in that band. You know, play their own parts, and uh, you know, yeah. you I, a lot of the songs start out with a boom, 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 and then they, you know, the the guitars come in, and then the, uh, the you know, of course, your, your beautiful uh, lead singer with their French accent, just so wonderful, so marvelous. Uh, comes right up in the, into the front there and, and just it, it's well it's a well-oiled machine but uh, tell me what echo seven's been doing and what alan mccall in particular has been doing well uh first off man, it's good to talk to you again um it's uh we've been we've been busy um last time we spoke i believe we had released uh born from ice i think that was the single that we had just released so that would be last year around this time um, and so it's been almost a year, um, and uh, we've put an EP uh, called X-Ray in Use. So it was a seven-track EP um, that we put out in September. Uh, we've got uh, the video for uh, Blame, uh, the, the latest single off the EP that's out on YouTube right now. And um, we just, uh, we're still doing our maritime uh, tour uh, in support of the EP. We have one more stop uh, in Fredericton. Um, at the Broken Records Bar um, here in Fredericton, New Brunswick. We're doing that on November 18th. Uh, we're playing the show with Within Harm's Reach and the Daily Grind, uh, two, other, two other bands um, that are from New Brunswick. So um, it's been good. It's been busy. 
it's been good. Um, you know, a lot of great, great feedback um, that we're getting from the EP, um, and which is really nice to hear. Um, but I mean, my, personally, I don't think I've, I've had a moment to kind of like sit back and, and absorb it all. I've been so busy, you know, booking shows and trying to promote market and, and, uh, and push the EP. Uh, once um, this tour is done, I'm going to have to take a moment and just kind of settle in and, and let it all kind of sink in, I guess, of, of what we accomplished this year. But it's been a lot, man. It's been a whirlwind, but it's been good. Man, so good. And for people that, that are listening to the audio version, uh, while you've been uh, talking about the shows that are coming up and all the stuff that you've been doing over the last year, I am privileged. Uh, I got a copy of the EP Echo 7 in my hands. Uh, not a lot of people uh, listen to CDs too much anymore. It seems like a, that's going the way of the dodo. Everything is online. And I encourage you, uh, my loyal listener, to uh, go and follow all the places uh, of echo seven now you know this are you you are strictly with echo seven because i know you do a lot of producing uh do you do the producing only for echo seven are you engineering for anybody else are you bringing up any of the the future the the, the new people not at this time i did that um basically when i uh moved to new brunswick i you know i started a production company and i started a recording studio um, and I had it was open to the public and I was signing artists um, and such. Um, and so uh, that ship has sailed. <laughs> that was a, a very trying time, um, a very, very uh, interesting time. But I mean, you know, I it, it was very stressful um, and, you know, I had to take some time off. And and there was a point in time where I didn't think I was going to write music again um, and be bothered. And, um, you know, I let some time pass and, and things, you know, I regrouped and just kind of got my head back in the game. And then, you know, the opportunity to create another band came along. And so right now I strictly produce and write and, you know, record, mix and master for Echo 7. Um, so that's what I've been doing right now. And as a side note, now I've got two other band members who claim they're ready to join the call. So if you don't mind, Dan, I'm going to add them to the call um, and uh, have these guys chime in uh as well if that's okay all right we're gonna have a free-for-all looks like stephanie roy and uh, <laughs> uh i don't know about steph i know marcus okay um, i see justin so okay because it says stephanie I- roy and two others are coming up so i got marcus uh, okay. coming up and uh you know the people whoever's doing the talking will be the one that's on the screen and, and if you'll keep that that phone sideways again, it'll fit in my broadcast software real nice so people can enjoy the full view of you on the video. But uh, if anyone okay. else wants to chime in, Marcus. Yeah, I'm trying to find him on. I'm going to invite him to invite him to Skype first. Justin should be already. <laughs> He's not in. Well, we're off to a great stop. <laughs> These are the lulls in the conversation <laughs> that I have to snip out if I if I, I know, uh, am good I at apologize. editing. I apologize. I <laughs> apologize. No, no need to apologize. The more, the merrier. Like I said, you know, last time we, we had a we had a four or five of you on here at one point, and I think the background. If anybody uh, cares to take a look at the last video that we did, uh, just look up what makes you famous, Echo Seven, and you'll see uh, it, we were all like in the woods you know little heads in the woods it was uh, such a fun video but a good conversation as well was that that even longer than a year dan has it been longer than a year because that would have been it might have been i am the tree was so has it been over over a year it might have been over a year but i see that we got uh, 
Justin Thanks. Justin Laracy up there. And if you say a few hey, words, you'll you'll pop up on screen. Say something, Justin. Hey, that was up there, Gideon. Well, hello. Yeah, if you Long keep your no see. Oh, it's so good to see you, man. Your beard got longer. It seems like my goodness. Well, I trimmed her down. I trimmed her down there. Okay. All right. I was covered my face before. Well, maybe that's the difference. You know, uh, I I shaved my my head uh, close, and then I I took almost all the hair. I got a new razor, uh, and somebody at the the club that I do on Friday night says, hey, your face looks different. And I said, yeah, you can see all the fatness because I don't have a beard anymore and not even any scruffy. (laughs) But uh, That's kind of why I don't shave it. <laughs> uh, you know, I think uh, with it, Seth Rogen uh, famously uh, says that he wears the beard because he can shape his face a little bit better, and I I think that's the reason that most most guys wear beards is to shape their face. Uh, if you'll turn your your phone sideways, it'll fit in my broadcast software, and then you'll you'll be able to see the full view of you. <laughs> of course, you have to have the rotation uh, on, uh, on on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But, uh, you know, whoever's doing the talking will be the one that uh, it, it has their beautiful face right there next to me. So now we're getting to see Justin's room, and that's a cool thing. <laughs> okay, Marcus. All right, cool. And so, I see Marcus, man. My man Marcus wearing a headset. Uh, that that guy's a pro. You can tell he does these all things. Oh, I got, man. Yeah, <laughs> I can. I can tell you're wearing the headset because it sounds so good where you are. Well, well thank you. <laughs> all right, so uh, sound off. Uh, Justin plays what? Justin the guitar player. There are guitar gods. Well, okay. As, uh, and and as we'll, as is we'll the be. is the bass player on as well? No, Luke is not on tonight probably working tonight okay so we got two guitars and from what man you know what i like is that you you take the time uh not only to to make this music that's hard driven and well produced so i gotta give kudos to you alan mccall if you're the one that's the driving force on the on the engineering side and making sure that that every instrument gets heard and is level because all right i have a an uh, i had an uncle a step uncle um uh was oh named ricky sanders he played in a band called crier and i think he still plays drums uh, so he's a he's a drummer and i remember growing up uh uncle ricky you know had a room with uh egg egg shells you know egg cartons all over his room and carpet so he can deaden the sound and he wouldn't bother his parents so much but i remember there was an album that he had the hand in producing uh so Guess what you heard in that album more than anything else was the drums. Boom, 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 boom. And then you heard little little guitar. And then little voice. La, 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 la. But boom, 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 boom. You got to be an engineer that gives everybody their due. And I got to give you kudos once again. You do. You do. But- I appreciate that. I mean, it's, it's you know, the production end is, is, is a team effort. Like when I... When we go in and, you know, with mixing time, you know, I will do several mixes, if not a dozen or so. Um, and and I, I put them in the group chat and I say, listen, guys, give it a listen. And let me know what you think. Um, because, you know, being the drummer and being in, in, involved in the project from the inception to the completion, you know, you you miss things. And that's just the reality of, of you know, sound and, and everything else. So, um 
you know, the balance of everything is definitely a team effort. You know, my, my, my band is not, uh, they're not shy to tell me when, when things don't sound right. <laughs> um, yeah. They are very quick to be like, Hey, this doesn't sound right. Did you hear this? Did you hear that? You know, did you miss this? I hear that, or this doesn't sound right. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's great to have extra sets of you that I can rely on, um, you know, because it does keep me in check sonically and it helps me to get the balance that we need. And, and I mean, they trust me too. So it, it's a two way street. Like if they tell me something's wrong, they know I'm going to fix it. Um, and usually when I fix it, you know, it's done and, and, and I know how to fix it. So, you know, when, when Justin's like, Hey, this sounds, you know, whatever word he uses. Um, fortunately enough, I've been around <laughs> enough artists to know what those words mean. Um, so it may not be the technical term, but I know what he means. And so, you know, uh, no, but like Marcus is, you know, un, 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 unabashedly honest and, and, you know, and if it doesn't sound right, <laughs> he will say so. Um, and that's, but you know what? That's refreshing though. I'd rather these guys and, you know, step tell me something's wrong. Then and it's and, and I think what it also shows me, which I take great comfort in, is that everyone is concerned and wants the best product to be put out. Um, and that means a lot to me that everyone is being critical and everyone wants the best product to be put out and for us to be represented the best way we can. And so that's that means a lot to me too that we're not letting shit slide. You know, I'm sorry. Um, that uh, you know, quality control is there. Echo Seven has quality control. Um, so that's uh, that's a long winded answer to your to your statement. Oh man, I like long wind. I like I like long stories longer. <laughs> you know, and that's a beautiful thing, man. That's a nice thing about having these long forms. You you get to really delve into to the the making of and and who is uh, the band Echo Seven. And I know we only got uh, was it three fifths of the of the band, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know, because uh, I, I see okay, I, I see in the videos and. I am a child of the 80s. I remember when MTV used to play music videos. Don't you miss that? Don't you miss that? Uh, you know, but uh, it was actually a music channel. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. When, yeah. yeah. When, you know, when video actually did kill the radio star. But for you, video is enhancing the radio star. I love, you know, the quality. Uh, you know, who, who is making these videos? Who is producing these videos? Uh, this is I'll let Marcus. Marcus is uh, who brought Taylor on, but uh, he can tell that story. But yeah, we have someone who's not me. Uh, yeah, yeah, Marcus, <laughs> yeah. tell me about it. Yeah. Well, uh, basically, I was in a cover band uh, called Madhouse, and we were fortunate enough to have a very talented drummer, uh, Taylor Pennell, and he was also delving into video production. So we brought him out uh, for the key from breaking video just to try him out. You know, it was a trial on both ends. We didn't know what he was. I mean, we had seen some of his work that he did and we were very sad. You know, it, it was the coloring was perfect. The synchronization with the music was perfect and everything else. So we figured, you know, I brought that up to a lawn. Uh, we were doing uh, just bouncing ideas off for born for mice as well. And we had a vision for that video. And when, once we gave the song to Taylor, he came back with pretty much the exact same vision that we had, uh, without us mentioning a word to him. So we tried it out with, um, with key from breaking. And I mean, you saw the results of that video, you know, again, the colorization is, is perfect on it. 
the synchronization, you know, between all the different shots and everything that he did um, was perfect. And then, of course, we used him again for Only I and again for uh, for um, what was the last one we just did? Blame. 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 Right. <laughs> so um, you brought you know, up. It, it's, he's just, you know, he's a he's a great young guy, a talented young fella, uh, you know, and, and no offense to Alon, but again, you know, probably, you know, Besides Alon and a few others, you know, one of the best drummers that I've ever had the opportunity of playing with, and he's just incredibly talented. And we were very fortunate that, uh, you know, to be able to work with him. It's good oh, to absolutely. give credit where credit is due, for sure. And you mentioned Only I. I wanted to talk about that one because most of the songs you have, very hard rocking, hard driven, you know, but there's a sprinkling in that video of uh, of synthesizer, of keyboard, and I know in that keyboard section, you all kind of hang your heads down while the keyboard is playing. Is it somebody else that came in and, and provided a little bit of extra synthesizer on that? No, that was all me. But the reason why everyone's chuckling is because when we were, we were in the mixing phase, and my, my brainstorming idea. Now, when you got to understand, like when you're in the studio, Marcus can attest to this. When you're in the studio, things sound better than they should right like when you're in the zone like things just sound good like it doesn't matter how bad and cheesy it is it just sounds and so i was in the studio trying to figure out like only i you know yeah it is along with blame these were songs that when i started mixing them um they just weren't hitting hard enough for me and you know, I wanted some dynamics. I wanted there to be a buildup. I, especially with Only I, because Only I kicks in right away. There's no count in or intro for Only I. Really, it's literally bang, and there it is. So you know, like I wanted to make sure that there was something that was in the beginning. So anyway, I came up with this piano part for <laughs> song. And I don't know if it was Only I or Push Pull or something like that, but I did this piano part, and I was psyched about it because in the studio it sounded amazing. And so anyway, I did the mix, I put it in the drive, and instantly, no one had said anything in the chat all day. Like, there was still was all day. I put the file in there, and everyone, everyone was like, what is this? What is this trash? What is, and everyone, like, woke up suddenly. It was like, just shit on the lawn day is what it was. <laughs> what it was. But, you know, it was, uh, it, you know what? I, was, I, I had to, you know, listen, we put most if not everything to a band vote and you know the band voted that that intro was not good enough so it, it got it got thrown out um but yeah the synthesizer aspects and elements of 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 echo seven now or yeah i mean i've been doing it now so far um and it's just you know it, it was it, i decided to go that route um i mean i'm a big in flames fan um you know and i guess that's kind of where i drew inspiration from with it where um you know you can mesh the two tastefully without the band element sounding too programmed because we're we are all live musicians and it's very important to keep that that sound sonically there um and you know the the way that we track things we track to a metronome and we we you know try to make sure everything is in sync and and, and everything else it makes it easy to add those parts but it's also about being tasteful and adding just enough where it fits and um yeah, I just kind of came up with with these little arpeggio melodies and threw them in and and try to keep them tasteful and short, um, but made sure that they added a bit of contrast to what we were bringing to the table. 
Um, and I think it worked. And no one has complained so far. So I think we're, I think we're on the right track. I think we're doing okay. Yeah, no complaints. The, the only man. complaints you hear is when when you give us those mix with those you know beautiful piano parts. Then <laughs> 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 then we get our we get our, our but it, but you know like Alon alluded to earlier, it's it's really a, you know it's it's up to the band to decide you know and I mean, it's it's great. I mean same thing. If I add a guitar part that doesn't work, or if Justin comes up with a guitar part that doesn't work, or you know Steph's comes up with a melody. You know, we'll we'll all sit down and listen to it and we'll give, you know, we can, you know, we're all adults. So, I mean, we can take the criticism, right? We can say uh, that doesn't really work there. Yes, we might be able to use it somewhere else, but it doesn't work for this. So let's see what we can come up with. And, and again, it pushes us, right? It, it's not just to say, okay, you know, Marcus recorded his guitar parts, it's done. Or Justin recorded his guitar parts, it's done. You know, and, and Alon did his drums, it's done. We'll go back and we'll have a listen and say, oh, what do you think about this part here? Can we do something different or, or and things like that? And it's all constructive criticism that we give each other. And, you know, like Alon alluded to, it's really just to come up with, you know, the best product that we can, you know, and, and things that we're proud of rather than just, you know, writing and creating whatever we you know, decide to throw out, we still want to make sure that, you know, when we're sending it out to the masses that it's palpable and, you know, and we're proud of it. Right. Well, just yesterday, I, I was re- remembering years ago, Van Halen had a, a, an interview. I think it was, might've been 1979, maybe 80 where they said, Oh, we're never going to use synthesizers. And then 1983, <laughs> I might as well jump all synthesizer but a wonderful album you know don't be afraid uh, to be creative i was listening just yesterday to uh, a new a newer i don't think it's a new really new version of hold on i'm coming by sam and dave i think there was a movie that they retooled the old song from the 60s and it was back in the 80s maybe but i remember i was listening to it and i go was that a sitar did they add a sitar to that? You know, just like a little <laughs> bing, 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 and then you're done with it. Like somebody saw a sitar sitting in the corner and went, hey, put that in there. Okay. You know, so don't be afraid to have your creative juices. But, uh, you know, we haven't heard from uh, Justin Laracy too much. Uh, now, would you consider uh, to be, is there a rhythm guitar? Is there a lead guitar? Do you switch off? Is it a battle? Is it uh, dueling banjos? Bing, 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 bing. You know, uh, uh, no. Justin Laracy, answer. Uh, no, not really. I mean, like, I'm, I'm more like the rhythm guitar player, and uh, Marcus is the lead guitar player. I mean, uh, uh, a lot of the wrists that we come up with, I'll, I'll swing around with some of my wrists, and we'll we work them out. We work them out a lot. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I come up with. You know, that I don't remember, but then I remember some parts, and then we kind of throw them back together and make sure we record the stuff. Because if we don't, it's kind of <laughs> I might not remember. Man, it is man. It is nice to have uh, you know the two guitars to fill each other out. The the rhythm is what's going to get them dancing, and then the lead is going to be the one that's kind of telling a story without the singer. You know, if you don't have the singer, the the lead is is kind of uh you know doing a little dance uh, together with the rhythm guitar. But you know, I'm thinking about uh, what about live on stage if if Alan is doing the uh, the synthesizer part. Who's going to be doing the synthesizer when you're playing live? Or are you just going to throw that out the window? Yeah, what we've chosen to do for now is the great thing about the way the songs are structured is that they still stand on their own without the synthesizers, right? The synthesizers, the songs were not composed with the synthesizers in mind. The synthesizer was done in post-production as a 
production feature, right? Um, to make the EP stand out and, and you know flow and there be continuity and, and, and all that kind of thing. So live right now, we haven't been doing it. In the future, uh, we are working out the best way to bring that synth element to the live um, performance. So whether that be, um, you know, a, a sample trigger or whether we, you know, go ahead and, and, and have, you know, um, a, a live performance session playing simultaneously with us while, while we're playing. We're trying to figure out the best, most organic way for it to work um, so that in the future with, you know, the new material that we're writing, um, if there are elements you know that are electronic that will be able to trigger them live and and truly you know give the whole production and the whole feel and and the whole you know song to to our fans when we when we play live so right now no but we it, it hasn't escaped us uh we've just been trying to figure out the best way yeah. to do it where it makes sense and where we're not a slave to a computer Right. That's the kind of like the key. Right. Because you still have, to, you know, with the electronics, you've got to be make, you, you have to make sure you're with the metronome and with the BPM for it to fit. So yeah. this guy, we have to find the yeah. best way that to work. Yeah. It's um, basically another another potential failure point during a show. Right. right? <laughs> At this point. Right. So we're, we're trying to eliminate those and trying to come up with the best, you know, the, the best uh, best way to introduce those elements to to the show. Well, that's the yeah, thing about sure. technology. The yeah. more moving parts, the more chances things are going to break. So, but I, you know, yeah. for me as a fan, and, and I know that it's probably improbable, maybe not impossible entirely, but if Alan could have the keyboard sitting behind him and then kind of spin around in his chair and, and, <laughs> and have the backbeat, prov- yeah, now, yeah, okay. now the backbeat yeah, so. could be provided by a, a drum machine at that particular instance with a trigger. But if you turn around and you're starting to play and maybe, you know, we have a screen set up and a camera facing you and you could, they can watch you on the screen playing live. And oh my goodness, I know it just adds more to the production. I mean, even me as a, lo- a lowly uh, DJ, I have my little 32 inch screen always attached and playing music videos and this friday night at the rab you can sure bet that there's going to be some echo 7 videos played up on the screen and the people are going to go that rocks and they're going to go who is that i'm going to say oh that's echo 7 with the little space and the little uh, underscore in the beginning have to put the underscore in there for some reason you know just to make it a little bit more difficult <laughs> it, it's it's there's a reason there's a reason but yes i appreciate that you remember it a lot of people we, we do, you know, blog interviews and, and, and people like to forget that underscore. Um, so, you know, I, I try not to make too much of a big deal out of it, but it, it is part of the band name. It is part of the branding. So I appreciate that you remember the underscore. Oh, you uh, these this day and age with all this social media, you got to brand. You know, here I am in Arkansas, still being called Keys Dan from the Florida Keys. That moniker will never leave me because I I have built my website, and there's over there's over a million pages out there with the word Keys Dan right on it. So I, there's no changing it. I can't be Arkansas Dan, and you're going to be Echo Seven with the underscore. Why the underscore? Did you ever explain that last time? Uh, probably not. It's just uh, it's it's the the the, the nerdy science sci fi side of me. It's a uh, it's just an homage to like the old DOS programming where you had like the blinking little underscore. Uh, you know when you type DOS commands. Um, so. 
I, I just felt it was cool, and, and and I know the underscore technically when you're coding DOS is after is after the word, not before. But I thought it was cool, and uh, it was something you know I, I thought it made sense at the time, and and again that's just a personal thing that I thought, and I, I liked it, and so I I, I left it. Well, I, I got a band a uh, guy out of. Uh Ireland, maybe, or England. I think he's Irish and his name is Dara, but it's, you know, it was spelled D-A-R-R-A-U-G-H, like the, the regular name Dara. But he decided for his band name to be D-A-R period R-A. And I went, you know, that period is wrecking my Twitter every time I tweet it out, you know, because <laughs> it, it wants to look like it's a, a, a web page. And I know a lot of artists are putting that little dot in there uh, just to be, you know, more nerdy, you know, nerdish. And speaking of nerdish, I'm, I'm into gear. You know, what kind of what kind of gear? Let's go, Justin. Uh, once again, Justin, what kind of gear are you using? What's your guitar of choice? What are you playing these days? I play a Jackson. I do believe it's, a, I think it's an RX. All right. Uh, um, Why? The fanciest guitar I've ever, I've ever bought in my life. So what is it? It's the what is it? The most expensive? It's a Jackson. Yeah, but it's a Jackson RX. But it's you were like saying a, it's, it, it, you were saying it was something the the most expensive you ever bought in your life, or the first one you ever bought. Or yeah, what? yeah, it's the most expensive guitar I've ever bought in my life. So okay, pretty, pretty penny on it. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, some people choose guitars, you know, for many different reasons because of the color that, oh, I like the starburst on that. Does it play well? No, but it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she sounds beautiful. It's, it's a solid body. Sounds beautiful. <laughs> so why the Jackson? Why did you, why did you cough up all that dough to play a Jackson? Well, I actually, I have a $200 Jackson that I bought that I found it sounded pretty nice for a $200 guitar for me. Uh, so I kind of just when I went to the music store here in Moncton, and uh, I seen the Jackson. I was looking at a couple other guitars, Kramers. I found as soon as I put picked up the Jackson, it's got the uh, active pickups in it. It just just sound nice when I do like chugs and stuff. What what kind of pickups does it have? Is it like the single coil or the double humbuckers or what? What is it? It's just like a Jackson edition, uh, like a uh, pickup. All right, all right. Well, I mean, a lot of people soup up their guitars. I, man, I, I had a um, an Ibanez, uh, a two hundred dollar Ibanez. I guess it was a one twenty. It got stolen. So, and then I had a Squire Strat, a very cheap guitar. It got stolen. All my guitars got stolen. Um, I'm I'm limited on musical equipment. I they they couldn't carry the uh, the big giant keyboard out out of my storage unit. So I still have that. Can't play it though. Jeez. My 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 seventeen year old daughter plays it very well. Uh, well, uh, let's go uh, ba- back to Mark Marcus uh, LeBlanc. Uh, you know what what kind of gear you you toting? Uh, for well, for the video shots and live, I'm basically using the uh, the Schecter Diamond series. Uh, just you know, got lucky, picked it up for a good deal, <laughs> so I picked it up, and uh, those are stocked with the uh, with the Fishman pickups. <laughs> And things like that active pickups of course for recording uh, um, i typically use my uh, i have a les paul studio that i use mainly for the recording just it, it's a th- bit of a thicker sound and things like that i also have a i've got a jackson as well uh the neck through and i've got uh, an older uh jackson uh limited series i think the made in japan series from 93 you know, and, and, you know, like Justin alluded to, I mean, back in the day in 93, that was, you know, that was an expensive guitar for me <laughs> that I ever bought, but I still have it, uh, still use it. 
um, for recording and things like that. Uh, amp wise, right now it's 100% Kemper. Um, using some some nice profiles that I found out of that. I was prior to that I was using. I had the Mesa Boogie Dual Rectifier, uh, the triple channel, and luckily I found uh, the same revision, same model um, amp profile basically on, on the uh, Kemper exchange. So I've been using that. And, but more recently, I've always loved the John Sykes sound on the white snake album, like, you know, still the night and everything. So lately I've been using the Mesa Coliseum, uh, profiles and stuff for recording. So it's just a bit of a thicker sound. Um, you know, it adds a bit more overall, you know, richness i guess to to the sound to some of the the newer songs that, that we're recording and stuff so typically that's what i'm using live and and will be used on on the on the next releases see i'm loving listening to the pros who know you know a lot of those uh, kemper <laughs> i have no idea what a kemper is but if you could be sure that i'm going to be looking it up i'm going to be finding out what this equipment is what what this gear is i've heard of a jackson i think i've touched a jackson over at my local guitar shop over at uh at palmer palmer studio or palmer music uh shop always uh support your your mom and pops i guess i guess palmer's a little bit bigger it's not quite as big as guitar center but uh you know hey I, and i like guitar center too I'm trying to get you some sponsors sponsorship maybe gibson uh les paul <laughs> yeah, or- schecter schecter's right here see there you go wow look at that man that's a solid looking guitar see and here i Beautiful. am I, why do you have it because it's pretty no it sounds exactly. good i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure it sounds good uh but uh you know talking uh, talking kits talking gear let's go to uh uh alon mccall and uh find out what kind of what kind of kit you playing now oh wow okay so we've got uh the yamaha jazz uh five piece um standard configuration nothing crazy that's what we record with um now parts of x-ray in use we recorded with my uh sonar um special edition um that was a two four six piece kit um, with a 26 inch kick drum and it was uh, it was a birch kit um, so some of those songs like like push pull um, and I believe uh, I think only push pull maybe was the only song that was recorded with that I think after that we I went back to the Yamaha jazz the Yamaha jazz believe it or not the, I, I love the way it sounds on records it's it's not a big kit but man that the tones and and the mids, um, in that kit, I can't beat. And so I record with that live. Um, I play with Perlform uh, kit, so it's a standard five-piece again. Um, I use Attack Drumheads. Uh, shout out Tim over at Attack, um, who keeps me in drumheads, which is very nice. Um, I use sta- a mix of cymbals. So I use some Sabian, um, some Meal. I use some uh, Pasty. Um, basically, whatever sounds good. I'm not too with the symbols um so i'm not using like aax exclusively um you know i have some you know ba pros i've got some just you know regular like my my china is just a regular wuhan brand china um thin you know splash that i use or china that i use and it sounds great like whatever sounds good i use when it comes to symbols um but uh, those are the two kits. I'm using the Yamaha Jazz to record, and then the Pro Form is what I, I bring out for live shows. I use a uh, Gibraltar uh, double pedal for both. Um, and that's basically it. It sticks. 
um, basically whatever's affordable because I break them. Um, so I don't, I don't uh, spend the money on Vader's and, and, and all that because, you know, $34, $40 for a pair of sticks that I'm going to break is just silly. Um, so I usually get the factory seconds. I have no shame in saying that. Two, three bucks, four bucks a pair. And I walk away with a fistful of sticks. And if I break them, I'm fine with it, right? So I'm not crying and boohooing that I lost forty dollars. I'm pulling, you know, I can just throw them away, pick up a new, you know, pair, and and, and go ahead and play with them. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, that's what I use for for my for my drum gear, and uh, so far so good. Well, Alan McCall, I'm watching uh, the video here. I'm looking at uh, the keep from breaking where you're out in the snow, and I, I can see it. You you keep it simple. You have the standard five piece with uh, four symbols there, and, and you're uh, you know, I did see on your Facebook that you had just played and your hands were so ripped up. How are your hands right now? How long ago was that? Oh, that was a couple weeks ago. That's standard fare. Um, that's, listen, I don't usually post when my hands get all blistery. Um, I just thought, you know, like everyone says, content is content. Everything is content. So I was like, okay, fine. Here I am. You know, I might as well take a picture and post it. Um, and, uh, but yeah, that's standard fare for me. I usually, I grip the sticks pretty hard. Um, and you know, when I drum, I really go all in and I drum. So, you know, it's, uh, I think that was the igloo show that we did where I yeah, that was yeah. So and it'll probably happen again on the eighteenth. You know, it is <laughs> it is what it is, right? It's 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 just yeah. territory. I don't wear gloves. Um, maybe I should start. Um, I do have uh, I do tape my sticks, but still, you know, it's um, it, it happens. It's just part of being a drummer. Oh, my goodness. You know, and even when I was playing guitar, trying to learn my three chords, I hurt my little fingers and I felt so bad. I mean, uh, you know, Justin and, and Marcus, you still feel uh, have you developed uh, the the calluses that guitarists uh, develop? And, and does it does it do you even have feeling in your fingers anymore? Justin, you first. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't feel a bunch of the strings anymore. I mean, I guess it's the kind of strings you use too. I mean. I don't use anything that's really rough or high grit. More like the I use the cobalt, army ball cobalts is what I play with for strings. So I mean, I find they're smooth on your fingers. And if it goes to acoustic, I'll use the elixirs because those are like nylon coated. They're not rough on your fingers. They sound nice. Well, okay. Like I said, I'm not much of a guitar player, especially since I I've lost all my guitars. But uh, is it picks? Is it finger picking? Uh, what What are you doing most of the time, or or a combination of the both? I, I usually just pick with a uh, like a, a medium a pick, or, picks. like a medium, or yeah, I was trying to figure out which. Yeah, pick like to some use. with a little bend to it. Okay, some with a little bend, not a lot. Very cool. All right, Marcus. Yeah, myself, uh, well, it depends on the song. Like for something from you know, like uh, Born From Ice, then I will, it, it's a combination of both picks and uh, and fingers. But typically, um, it's all picking. And I mean, I am I was always partial to the Jazz 3 uh, guitar picks. I mean, they're small, they're easy to grip. But the last few years, I've actually, um, they're made by Dunlop too, but using the John Petrucci signature Jazz 3 picks, they're a little bit bigger. So I can get a bit better grip on them and things, especially, you know, breaking into the leads and, and everything else. So that's that's what I've been using. 
So you don't use the pick of destiny then? No, no, I'm I'm not worthy of the pick of destiny. <laughs> you know that yeah. that lies that lies strictly yeah, right. with Ignatius yeah. D. Man, and, I did uh, get and, one of those. And, you know, and and the Eddies and the Randy Rhodes and you know those those guys that those are the picks of destiny guys. I'm I'm nowhere near that. Oh, I got one of those, man. Those <laughs> things are huge. They were uh, I I yeah. think it got stolen as well. Oh my goodness! Uh, don't put <laughs> kids. Don't put stuff in your storage unit and uh, expect it to still be there in another month <laughs> but uh alan mccall man uh do you hold your sticks like you know like baseball like what is it, like i would like monkey fists or do you turn your hand one hand this way and the other hand this way or do you bang them uh like straight on because i i've seen drummers that'll do both like jazz drummers especially will kind of go underhanded you know or is it both overhanded i'm very much a uh uh, a 90s kid so um basically i'm doing the dave roll just beat the drum head on i'm not sure <laughs> uh, there's no there's i mean there's a certain way like i mean you don't grab a drumstick as if you're trying to like beat a pinata right that's not how you do it um there is oh you know there is a way that you're supposed to hold the stick where you place your four fingers and your thumb on top um so you can get you know the the rebound especially with your your snare hand um and even with you know the, whatever you're you're with both hands basically if you're playing your ride or whatever there is a proper way to hold it so you do get that rebound um so you're not you're not grasping onto it like a golf club or anything you there is a finesse way to do it but no i don't turn i don't do the jet side stick thing um i never learned that way i never uh, you know, picked up that habit. Um, a lot of great drummers do it. I, I do not, um, you know, so um, it's a very straight ahead approach, but there is a way to play where, um, you know, you're not putting dents in your drum heads and, and things like that, right? You can't hit hard without killing your drum kit. Um, so that's, you know, it is possible, but no, I don't do that jazz side hold at all. Well, I, I don't want you to limit yourself. Uh, my favorite, oh, well, okay, I, I'll pick on Van Halen again, uh, you know, because they had that song, Big Bad Bill is Sweet William Now. They had their cover of that where they did like a, a jazzy thing. And then, of course, my favorite band of all time, Queen, had all different types of music. Uh, you know, they, they could hard rock, they could pop, they could, you know, do the uh, bicycle race and uh, I go off to work on Monday morning, you know, and, and you know, the, there was no limit there. And, and then I know you guys, there's five different personalities that are all coming together into one echo seven. And it just, it blends so well. And, uh, you know, I, I know we talked about, about your girl up front there and I, I wish she was on, but Hey, you know, it just her, her French accent. The people, if you haven't heard, my loyal listener, if you haven't heard Echo 7, you need to get out there and take a listen because you, you hear the sweet voice. She's got the, the great pipes, but then that little tinge of French ew, just shows up in there, and you're like, oh, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful with these with these uh, four boys back there just rocking behind her, you know? It's gorgeous. It's, it's wonderful. That was a... Is definitely uh, the right the right woman for the job. I couldn't I couldn't imagine or or or, or think of anyone else that I would front the band. Um, she's done an amazing job. She's taken it on, you know, full on, and it's uh, 
it, her progress and progression just amazing from you know our very first recording till now um so it's i'm quite i tell i've said this in another interview that we did i'm i'm very excited for the new material um because it's uh you know this time around it's it, it's 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 much more of a collaborative and team effort and um you know we all have you know the show experience together and and you know and doing this tour together and and stuff so you know we're closer as as a unit um and so I'm excited to see what she comes up with vocally and, and lyrically. And um, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be really, really good. I'm excited for it. Well, speaking of the tour, uh, you know, are you keeping it tight uh, in and around New Brunswick, Canada? Or are you stepping out, going going across the country and and maybe even come down south, perhaps? Where's, uh, where's we, listen, we have toyed with the idea of going uh, over the border, uh, man, for like the past year. I think we've gone back with different concepts and ideas and um we had an opportunity to to do atlantic city and we had an opportunity to um to go out west and and you know touring is not i mean you know this dan touring is very um, logistically you know you things have to be lined up and your ducks have to be in a row for it to happen um so i mean for this tour uh we stayed close to home we did new brunswick we did manage to go to pei uh, which is another province here close to New Brunswick. We were able to kick off the tour of PEI, which is really nice. Um, but we stayed close to home and just kept the local. And, um, you know, and it, it's been good. It's been a good experience for us just, you know, doing shows back to back to back. Um, you know, it's something that, you know, I wasn't sure we could, you know, actually put together and pull off. And, and you know, it all came together. So um, it's been really good. It's been, it's been a great experience. We've had great feedback clear across the board. Um, from the EP, from the live performances, um, you know, it's, it's been a great, great experience. Um, but, uh, this year, you know, next year we're looking to do some festivals. We'd like to be able to travel somewhere. We just don't know. It all has to line up and, and things have to be in place in order for that to happen. Um, because we don't want to end up on the side of a road hitchhiking or dollars need to make sense. Dollars need to make sense. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah, we don't want to end up. Like singing for our our supper, right? Literally, touring so, is hard, is hard on the sure body. That. It's hard on the body. It's hard on the family. Uh, you know, you're giving people gems. You know, once you get to a certain place, you you figure out, hey, all right, I got my family. I want to be home every night. You can make a living uh, touring around your own uh, area. I mean, I I, I keep it within. Ah, three, four hours away, maybe when I'm doing my thing. So uh, you know, if I'm doing a wedding on a Saturday, eh, no more than three hours away. You know, uh, but uh, you got to gauge that whether the money makes sense. That that was well said, yeah. Justin. Well said. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure you guys are all you know getting families. Are you all family men? I'm gonna stay home, Dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, it's one of those things where, you know, you, we'd love to, look, we'd love to jump on a plane and go to Europe, you know, you know a plane and, and go to the States and, and do all of that. But, you know, uh, unless it's going to, you know, like Justin said, unless it makes it not sound snooty or cocky or like money's everything, but, you know, you know, tour buses and fuel and food and, and you know, proper lodging and, you know, the, all those things do cost, and you know it's it's a lot when you're you're trying to book shows, and you know, you know venues cancel, things happen, you know, and so you got to be prepared for all those things as well. Um, 
So, I mean, I, I think in the new year, we'll, we're going to try to plan some things, but it'll be, it will be very strategic. It'll definitely be, you know, um, kind of a fly in, do the show, come back home kind of situation. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, we'd love to, we really, really would. Um, and if the opportunity comes up where it does make sense, then we will definitely be on a bus or a plane or, or a train and we'll be there. All right, I'm going to talk yeah, to my one percenters. We're still waiting for a couple of our members to get their passports. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm going to talk to my one percenters that are listening right now. You know, you got way too much money in your pocket. Uh, go ahead and take these people on tour. All right, take them to, take them to Hawaii. They deserve it. They're good boys and girls. Absolutely. <laughs> They're good people. Hawaii, yeah. Yeah, you do that. Yeah. The Atlantic City? Yeah. Think bigger, all right? Atlantic City's nice. I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm sure. I haven't made it made it that far north of the Mason Dixon, but uh, you know, <laughs> I keep it south. But uh, you know, you, you know, I appreciate that that you're coming back on. You're still putting out that that good content, that good good content. You know, I when I first started, uh, Alan was talking about the new EP Echo Seven, new EP yeah. X Ray in use. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm privileged yep. to have it. If you're listening to the audio version, I'm waving it up in front of your noses, in front of my nose too, uh, on the screen. It's got a, a nice, it's a nice CD. Now, how can people get this CD? Oh, wow. Okay. So you can buy it at any one of our shows. If you happen to be in the, uh, in the Maritime Atlantic Canadian area, um, you can go into Bandcamp. Um, you can buy the digital version on Bandcamp. Um, or you know what, you can even reach out to us at echo7band.com and, you know, we can arrange to get you a copy, um, and send one out. So, uh, it's, uh, there are many ways to grab it. You can get the digital, you can get the physical. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, just reach out if you want a copy or like I said, you can do the digital copy on Bandcamp. Um, or if you're at one of our shows, um, we have some for sale at the show. Um, so it's, uh, with the, the, the CD was something that, uh, I, we all wanted to do, um, and I wanted to send it out, you know, to you, Dan, and to others, uh, in the media when we did our little press, you know, release for, for the EP, because when I got the CDs, I was really surprised at the, the sonic quality of it and how many, how much more dynamics there were on the CD than the street. And I didn't, I, I wanted, you know, the media to, to hear it the way that, it sounded and how it should sound um just really punchy um really in your face you know really gritty um and and i thought the cd really captured that so um if you can get your hand on a cd i highly recommend it um i feel it sounds way better than any streaming platform but that's just me um but uh but yeah it's uh it's it's good if you can so Bandcamp. Or email us at echo7band at gmail, and we'll get you a copy for sure. Well, you were talking about when you're in a studio, everything sounds perfect in the studio. The way that we did it, uh, you know, when I was helping uh, cats produce in the late 80s or the mid to late 80s, the early 90s, uh, we would take and put them on a, a, a tape, first of all, uh, back on, on a cassette tape, and listen to them in the car. If it sounded good in the car or on your transistor radio, maybe your boom box, then you had some quality because that's what most people are listening to, or at least they were back then. Now, I guess you have to make it digital and put it in your headphones. You know, uh, I, I think you know, usually what I have, the, what's that? It's the same process. It's the same process. It, you know, you, 
the, the process of listening to your music on different, um, you know, sources is still the way to do it. So, you know, when I do a mix, I will export it. Um, and I will put the MP3. I will listen to it on various headphones. I listen to it in the studio. I will take it in the car. For the EP, I burned four CDs and played them in the car before I was done to get the feel of it in the car and in that environment and on CD. Um, so, I mean, you know, that, that process is still the same. It's still the same. If you're going to do a good mix, um, listening on various sources, and like you're saying, the most popular source that people are going to listen to it on, you've got to make sure that it sounds good. So I have a set of AirPods. I've got, you know, a, a set of Sony closed in, you know, headphones. I've, so I've got different sources that I'm listening to. And I'm listening to it on, you know, $50 studio monitors. And then, you know, another like, you know, 2,500 pair of monitors. Like it's, it's all, all those sources make a difference because the studio is one thing. It's a controlled environment. If you can hear things and not, perfect environment i.e the car where there's ambient noise engine noise exhaust noise you know environmental noise and it still sounds good then you've done a great job and so that's still that's still the way to do it that's the only way to do it that's the only way that i know how to do it um and and it seems to work so we'll keep doing it well i i know i miss albums and artwork and and liner notes uh, it's nice to have a physical cd in my hands there's some artwork you took some time uh, who provided the artwork? Uh, that would be me again. Uh, um, yeah, so the cover I I, I designed the cover and, and uh, the, uh, the 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 internal shots there. Well, uh, Taylor did the band shot, so Taylor is responsible for the band photo, um, and we shot that at the Key from Breaking shoot. It was very very cold, uh, but we did it and we got that photo um, done. Uh, the, the other shots there, um, the, the, the hospital, the thank you page, uh, that is, uh, I, I took that at the hospital. I was at the hospital for, uh, for an x-ray and I was sitting outside the room and I looked up and I, and I saw the sign and I was like, Oh, that would make a cool, you know, EP cover. And, and, uh, and so I took the photo. And so that was just a photo that I took and it was going to be the front photo, but it, it graphically, it wasn't working. The colors were off that I could get the lettering to look right. Um, so I opted for the actual x-ray image and then put that on the inside. Um, so that's how all that kind of came about. And, uh, you know, wait, was it. it, was it your x-ray or somebody else's x-ray? No, no, no. I was there for, for an x-ray and I, so this is, so we're, we're looking at your insides here. <laughs> no, 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 that, that's a, that's a, that's a, uh, I bought that image. That's a, that's a stock image that I had to purchase, but no, that's not me. Oh no. man. Don't tell that story. Tell- I, I do bleed. I do bleed echo seven, but it, that's not me. That's a, that's a picture that, that, that we got, man. You should have told the story a different way. Yes. That's you. <laughs> I, I want the doctor to take your picture so I can look at you from inside as well. It's <laughs> No, I I just now opened it. I didn't even realize there was inside. I just now took it out of the cellophane. So I, I guess, uh, you know, all, all the people at Comic-Con are going to be mad at me because I opened up the box. What's in the box? No, no, it's all, and that's where you have it. That's where you have it. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I was the guy that opened up all my toys. And look at you. You, you signed it. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I suspect that if people yeah. order it online, if we can get all the guys together and the girl... And have you sign it? That that adds value. 
That's fantastic. A little piece of you that people can own. Yeah, no, we wanted to, uh, like I said, you know, you've been a supporter for, for you know of us and our music, um, you know, practically since the beginning, and we just wanted to show our appreciation and and you know send you an autographed copy and just say, hey, we really appreciate you sharing our posts, you know, giving shout outs, you know, reposting, retweeting. Um, it means a lot, and you know, so you know, we don't take it lightly, and you know, that's our way of just saying thanks. Um, so I'm glad, I'm glad you appreciate it. Well, it costs zero to for people to put out stuff on your social media. Uh, you know, it's uh, so uh, people can find you at echo7.com, make sure they follow you around. Uh, your YouTube page has your links to your Spotify and your um your apple pages i'll put all the the links in the show notes for sure so people can find you and slide into your dms if they want to collaborate and uh and find out more about you man because uh this is uh, time too that we're chit-chatting and man we still only cra- uh, scratch the surface uh, of who echo seven is the only way to get it is from the horse's mouth man straight from you so um echo seven band.com is the place you yes. ought to be yeah so uh are you uh do you want to give some shout outs to people that have helped you along the way uh justin laracy give some shout outs to some people that have helped you out <laughs> well i guess i'll uh thank my parents for uh, watching my son to let me go to the you know my shows grand band practice rehearsal everyone just want to call it uh you know Thanks for the band putting up with my shit. <laughs> well, that's good, man, to have people around you that, that can support you. I appreciate that. Good shout-outs. Yeah. Marcus LeBlanc, uh, Marcus LeBlanc, give some shout-outs to the people that have helped you along the way. Uh, well, especially to my uh, wife, Nancy, and um, my daughter, Ty, of course, for, you know, same thing, putting up with me for all these years, you know, being in bands and, and playing and, and uh always have their support of course my my family and that as well huge shout out to taylor for making us look good on uh, on video and things like that and of course a huge shout out to yourself and all of you know all of the other media that has been very supportive and you know embracing our sound and and <clears throat> giving us the platform to at least introduce it to a wider audience very very appreciative for that and of course our fans <laughs> you know we wouldn't be anywhere with you know without them coming to the shows and and everything else so all right uh and alone mccall <laughs> give some shout outs oh man, this is gonna get long in the, in the tooth so uh first off uh you know my my wife my 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 son and daughter um because more much like marcus you know it's been <laughs> it's not easy being married to a musician I know that and have a musician as, as a parent. So, um, huge shout out to them. Um, you know, the band for, you know, trusting me, believing in, in my vision. If you didn't see it initially for coming around and seeing what I was seeing, um, cause I know I'm an intense guy and I know in the beginning I was like, this is what I want. And I was like, really? Cause I don't see it. Um, so, you know, I've known Justin for, you know, for many years, I've known Marcus for even longer and, um, it's nice to be in a band with, with friends. And so I, I, I appreciate you guys sticking with me and, and, you know, and, 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 and going the course and, and, uh, and, and being a part of this. So thank you, all of you, staff, Luke, you know, all of it, um, current call. Um, you know, we have been, you know, they've been, it's been a great experience with them, uh, you know, and, you know, we um, signed under, they've given us complete creative freedom. Um, they let us do our thing. 
and they support us and you know what they 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 like our stuff and then they've they've been really good to, to a good label to be with and so we're really happy that we were able to get um you know signed under them um to yourself dan and like marcus said to all the media outlets that support us you know give us a platform to have our interviews and 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 to be ourselves um to the fans again like marcus said for coming out to the venues that you know are, are take the chance and still have a backbone and put up and shows for original bands. Um, oh, wow. There, there's so many. Uh, let's see. Redbubble for hosting our merch. Uh, Atomic Disc for printing our stuff, even though, I mean, we did pay for it. So I guess there's no reason to shout them out. But, you know, it's nice, nice that, they, that they did it. Um, and I mean, just, you know, it's, it's one of the things where I just, uh, I, it, it's, it's great to have a team. And it's great to have Dan Taylor, you know, has, man, he's, he's taken us from, we were doing everything in house um, and to have him come on board and, you know, just take us from like amateur to professional um, literally from day one when he's, you know, decided to come on board. He's been amazing. Um, you know, so it's been, it's been really good, you know, for us that way. And, and uh, he's a huge asset for us. And um, but yeah, I mean, this is, I'm sure the list go on, but that's basically my list. Um, it, it's, 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 it's been great. It's been great. I'm looking forward to the next five, 10 years. So we get that long, um, the beat bands, um, you know, but, uh, but yeah, that's my, that's my shout out list. I'll stop there. <laughs> he, he put a time limit on it, five to 10 years and that's it. You're donezos. You're retired. Well, I, I said five to 10 years. We'll re, we'll reevaluate in five. We've done three. By, listen, by 10 years, by 10 years, right, you figure, you know, we'll have at least five albums done, right? And, you know, hopefully have done a nice, lengthy tour. And it, I think 10 years is like the mark when you start putting out, like, the, the greatest hits album, right? And, you know, that's, that's when you start going back and looking at the catalogs and putting out volume one, two, and three, right? Uh, you can so, be, like, you know, be like the Eagles, where they put out their greatest hits right in the middle of their greatest time. I think it was, what, 75, 76? They put out their greatest hits. They were still going, man. What do you mean greatest hits? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I don't strive to be like the Eagles because I really don't want to hate my band members that bad. Right? <laughs> so I'm trying. <laughs> oh, my. Shots fired. Shots fired. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> give it give it time man give it time uh, all right all right hey let's do the last words for the people and get up out of here uh justin laracy last words for the people uh well thanks for all the listeners uh checking us all out <laughs> all right marcus leblanc give some last words for the people uh same you know just again very thankful um you know that i met this whole crew of misfits and uh you know we're having fun together you know you know and, and special shout out to steph and luke who unfortunately aren't with us here tonight but again <clears throat> the five of us are what make echo seven and just really grateful for all the support and uh that everyone's given us it's it's been awesome alan mccall let's give the last words for the people and we'll get up out of here and this i don't want this to be the last time that we talk alan mccall last words for the people no it won't be the last time uh, just like marcus said thank you to everyone to the fans everyone who's purchased the record streamed the record watched the videos um just thank you so much for that um and you know what there's more to come this is not the end this is only the beginning so um check us out on ig twitter uh you know facebook um youtube and uh yeah we'll uh be back soon dan we'll, we'll do this again real soon
Well, there you have it, party people. Echo 7. Well, three out of five. Three-fifths of Echo 7. Alan Alone McCall, uh, Justin Laracy, and Marcus LeBlanc. I like that. I like that, man. They're good boys. And 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 a nice girl, too. So they're they're good people. Good people. And they're giving good music to you. I mean, they they rock, man. But that you know, that little keyboard, that that add a little flavor to the songs, too. So, uh, you know, don't limit yourselves to, to the hard rock, even though when you go to an Echo 7 show, you can be sure you're going to be rocking. That head's going to be bobbing. The, 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 the fingers, the, yeah, up in the air, yeah, waving like you do care, yeah, oh, yeah, Echo 7. All right, make sure you uh, check them out at echo7band.com. <laughs> Hey, I look forward to chatting with you again in the future as time progresses. Now, if you, yes, you, I'm turning my attention to you, my loyal listener. If you would like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call, 501-470-6386, or email keysdan at aol.com. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. It's keysdan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keys dan email info at radio what.com what makes you famous podcast is a production of keys dan enterprises incorporated at keys thank you for listening radio what the music you want with some great, great quotes too much sanity may be madness miguel de cervantes saavedra the music you want radio what.com Tweet, tweet, yo. Follow Radio What on Twitter at Radio What Twit. Tweet, tweet, yo.